Welcome to We Need to Talk About STEM, the show where we talk about men and women from history named STEM. There have been many Stevens, Stefanis, Stefans, Stevie's, Stefans, <laughs> movies, TV, music, books, history. Stephen is one of the most powerful names that has ever existed. And this is a podcast dedicated to the men and women who have borne the name Seven Stefan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've done Stevens, we've done Stefanis, we've done Stevies. We've done Stevens with a PH. We've checked the PH balance of a few Stevens, <laughs> but tonight. The one that I've been the most excited for. <laughs> the last one from our uh, theme song that has been waiting to be tackled. Estefan. <laughs> Which we won't introduce officially yet because, you know, we like to do a real one. But, um, yeah, here we are, guys. We finally made it through so many Stevens that we're reaching into weird, like, Latin last names. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> How are you, Michael? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Today's a good day. It is a very good day. You want to tell the audience why today's so great? I guess so. Um, I got a paycheck. Oh no, there's some other some other stuff, right? Yeah, there's a couple, <laughs> that's still that's great. Um, so I guess since we're record since we're late on our recording schedule, or later than two responsible boys should be, we're recording it the day before this releases. Mm-hmm. And by the time people hear this, it'll have been about twenty hours since. That's right. Donald Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort was found guilty of eight charges mm-hmm. of tax fraud and yeah. a bunch of other shady Failure shit. Failure to report a, a foreign bank account full of money, <laughs> you know, which it's apparently weird. you're it's not allowed to do. pretty crazy that – so he was charged with 18 things. Hmm. 18 well, reasons why. Welcome to our the politics podcast. Um <laughs> Are we gonna go around the horn? <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go around the horn. We're gonna do cross balls or crossfire, and yeah, cross balls. We're gonna go in depth onto each charge that he was handed down to him. Let's start at number one. So he had eighteen, eight they found him guilty on, mm-hmm. and ten they like couldn't decide. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. This is what's interesting and that I think all of the Republicans in my life aren't picking up on. He wasn't found not guilty of Are those charges. Are they not picking up on it or are they just sticking their fingers in their ears and screaming well, at Well, there's you? probably more of that going on. But he wasn't – so he was found guilty out of 8 out of 18, but those other 10 were just declared a mistrial, meaning he wasn't found not guilty. They're just like right. – the the jury could not decide or the evidence was tainted in some way. Right, or maybe it's even like – pretty fucking confusing because i saw people on a line saying like this is an open and shut case why is it taking four days to figure it out it's like first of all you weren't there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's 18 charges so like yeah and what's interesting like doing your due diligence as a jury is better to take your time than to not right that's right and i think it's um you make a good point there and I think Thank it's you. it's difficult for anyone to follow a, <laughs> to follow up uh, something interesting after starting a sentence like forensic accounting is really fascinating, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to sure. try. So forensic accounting is really fascinating <laughs> because you sometimes can wind up with circ- circumstantial evidence. Like where did this money go? We mm-hmm. don't know, but it sure is fucking suspicious. Right. Well, the problem you is know? also is that the judge in that case 
wouldn't let them talk about like his ostrich coats and shit like that. And it's like, yes. well, that's where the money went. I that's think that par- cantankerous old fuck really like I know was a weird judge to have. He's supposedly a really weird guy who's kind of like into himself. I heard he's a complete like asshole. he likes to hear like the sound of his own voice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But so, do you think that they're going to continue on with those? Do you think the government will try to tr- uh, try him on those ten charges again that are? mistrialed or do you think because he has another state case coming that's up. the thing is i don't know they very well may or it, it probably will depend on sentencing because paul is apparently facing a potential of 80 years at the max mm-hmm. for he's just, not gonna get that he won't get there's that. no fucking way but at his age all he needs to get is like 25 to 30 and that's essentially a life sentence he's 68 yeah um i mean he should have been on trial for like letting a group of people run a train on his like yeah. disabled wife <clears throat> guys i hate to be the one to break this to you but sean's giggling <laughs> his, <laughs> yeah. his cheeks are rosy yeah. i like, hate rosy to be the red. one to tell you but paul manafort apparently is an epic disgusting cuckold pornographer yeah and has been forcing his brain damaged wife into gangbang scenarios in hotels and filming it for and re- a decade I, or more this is probably a long time ago that sean and i were talking about this i mean it pro- we probably bring it up a lot but mm-hmm. all of these things like charges and things that the right lays on the left of being like cuckolds and unpatriotic <laughs> and criminals mm. and morons. Yes. It's all them. It and is, let's add to that corrupt and like yeah. a deep state conspiracies. And it's lo- all projection. And locked up. And locked up. Right? <laughs> yeah, oddly like, the ultimate projection. Now you're locked up, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. It's like it's always been the strangest thing is they are. It is kind of like the cuckold's paradox. Mm -hmm. Like you're. It's so weird. It's like you're the cuckold, but you're going to fuck my wife. And now I have the power. (laughs) It's like, what? Wait, wait, what the fuck? I hold the video camera. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the one who's orchestrated it. I'm the cuckold impresario. I'm basically the director, you fool. Yeah, I run this set. Now fuck my wife (laughs) better than I ever did. But she was, like, disabled. Yeah, well, she hated it, and apparently... Now, let me just say for legal protection for Michael and I, this is all rumorville. We're just repeating rumors. I was not in the room with Paul Manafort. And if it wasn't said before, um, we need to talk about Stefan is a satirical (laughs) Comedy podcast, where we discuss Hollywood rumors. I mean, there's definitely not, like, a lot of comedy on here. No. Sometimes we like to talk about The Hill. Yeah, that's right. Um... But anyway, so it's just one more like weird nail in the coffin for that guy being a piece of garbage. For sure. It's like he was already convicted in the court of Sean long before today's findings. We knew. We knew. We and knew. he totally seems like the type of guy that would be like a cuckold guy. And then the other piece of good news is that Michael says who Cohen um, <laughs> pled guilty to also eight charges, which is a nice coincidence. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, so both Manafort, on the same day, both to eight charges. And Manafort's great, too, because eight of 18 charges on August 2018. Ooh, I so like that. So it's eight slash 18 for the both The great 818. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember, remember the fucking 5th of December. <laughs> <laughs> the What's 21st the, of August. <laughs> remember the 21st of August. Manafort. I've always thought his name looks like it should be pronounced Manafort. Yeah, or like Manfart. Manfart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's a comedy podcast. <clears throat> yeah, we're just talking comedy. Well, I don't know. You know, I just feel like we had to bring it up because sometimes we do touch on those topics here. Yeah, and, even and though um, we usually talk about Stephen, but we do we do veer into politics from now and then. And also, I think it's probably fair to say that instead of doing like research on the main portion of the show today, Sean and I just texted <laughs> about that and paid attention to that all day. So true. It was so much more engaging than our Stephen of the day. Although yeah. I will say our Stephen of the day is going to be a weird and a fun one for us. Yeah. I think it will be fun. Do you, do we want to introduce her? Yeah, I'll do the intro. All right. <laughs> you want me to give you a drum roll? <laughs> This week, Stephen was born September 1st, 1957. She's a Cuban-American singer, songwriter, actress, and businesswoman. She started off her career as the lead singer in the group called Miami Latin Boys, which was eventually known as Miami Sound Machine. And yes, I did take this intro word for word from Wikipedia. Episode over. She was Gloria Estefan! So I feel like I was gonna say it's like you know we're in for a good Steven when you start off the the like super tease intro with "Born on October 5th. <laughs> remember, remember the first of September, nineteen fifty-seven. For that was the day Gloria Estefan was brought into this world. Um, I think we were when we talked about doing Gloria Estefan months ago. We were like. We love her name. She fits. Who Let's the fuck is it. she? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we crossed that bridge until about five minutes ago into right, knowing but anything it, about her. So I feel like she kind of reminds me of like a Paula Abdul or something. That's so funny. I was just going to say that. Because I don't think I know her songs, but like if you played them for me, I would. But yeah. I couldn't like off the top of my head tell you one. Like in my head, it is easily Gloria Estefan that danced with MC Scat Cat in that video or the animated cat do you remember it's a paula abdul Maybe, music video okay. like we don't know that song either uh-huh. but like there's a famous music video where paula abdul's dancing with an animated cat mm. we can watch it later if sure, you want. Yeah, let's do that but she is exactly she's paula abdul to me same person well, they all like there was a group of these women back then that were like super colorful kind of like not like mc hammer outfits it's weird like a flowy like blousey pantsuit stuff yeah right? like hot pantsuit but with like a bare midriff yes but it's like a blouse there you go it's a you got a bare midriff white t-shirt with a bare midriff like yellow jack business jacket with huge with huge shoulders, shoulders. <laughs> yeah. and then yeah your your pants are some sort of weird harem pant right they're like aladdin pants yeah it's a great and confusing look I and like it, personally. I kind of like it, too. It's kind of like... It's fun. It's kind of hot. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hot. Yeah, I want to bed that. And they would all have the same, like, frizzy little curly bangs and stuff. Yeah, I think, like, if you were to bed either of those women and you laid their head down upon a pillow, when it came up, the pillow would be, like, soaked with product. Yeah, or you'd be <laughs> like, did I sleep with my pubes on my own pillow? <laughs> Absolutely, Faced you'd be pulling pube Estefan hair off your yeah. <laughs> out of like a grease puddle on your pillowcase. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Estefan seems like if I devoted some time to her, I would come to respect her a lot. But as it sits, I guess it's not that I don't respect her. I'm just like baffled by what used to pass for a pop star. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like it's super dated, mm-hmm. and you de- you would have to be at like an '80s party 
for the music to not be kind of like stupid. Yes. There's something like her, those two songs, right? So it's like, I don't know which one that is, Conga or the I think other that's Conga. Don't you want to do any longer? So I think that their those songs are like perfect for like 10 seconds of like a sketch. Yeah. Like if you're going to like introduce like the silly boss and the then he Miami comes Latin out, boys like, boss. Yeah. Yeah, totally. They're really good for that, and they're fun to listen to for, like, a little bit, but I wouldn't want to sit through, like, the full four minutes and 30 seconds. God, no. And I certainly couldn't do, like, a Night at the Bowl with Gloria Stefan and Miami Sound no. Machine. No, but I could maybe see them at, like, Playboy Jazz Fest for, like, a three-song set. Oh, yeah. Because watching the music videos, they seem to have, like, insane energy. Except for Gloria Stefan. Yeah, that's the funny part. She's with a band of like Latin men who actually seem to be very good musicians. Yeah, they also all seem to be like Jewish guys. Too. Yeah, they, Jewish men dressed as Latin men that's dressed the thing, as though, white men. Is in the eighties. It was like everyone was Cuban in New York. Everyone was like Cuban, Jewish, Italian, and they all like you couldn't tell any of them apart. They're all just swarthy. Yeah, and they have like mustaches. <laughs> yes, they're all very and Jerry curl a lot of yeah. the time. Or it was just so humid out that day that it looked like it. Mm-hmm. Like, just weird hair. Mm-hmm. I think that they they had part of the the 80s, like, love of Miami going for them. Right. Because I think there's Miami Vice, and there's, like, just all this iconic, like, people in Lamborghinis on South Beach. Like, sure. it's very 80s. And for some reason, I think they just kind of rode that wave in. Mm-hmm. They're all, everyone in the videos that we've seen, which we will listen to some of these music later, but they're all in, like... White tank tops tucked into like acid wash jeans. <laughs> such a good look <laughs> with like mustaches. Uh-huh. Yeah, they all look great. Actually, yeah. it's such a good look. Um, I forgot what I was. I it's was the Miami look. Something. I guess is my point. Sorry, I'm eating on mic. I know this is <laughs> this is that kind of episode where like we're gonna need to like instead of just doing the wine tasting corner, we're dropping into the popcorn vault to talk about like, yeah, I knew this was going to be such a doozy that I made us popcorn. So we could just sit back and watch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real show. There's going to be some moments in here where it's just Sean and I chewing and looking at each other. Mm -hmm. And there's already been a few. (laughs) (laughs) When I said, I forgot what I was going to say. That was actually a lie. Cause I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) I'm I'm just tapped out. That's why I just started chewing my cut into the microphone. Cause I knew that the audience loves like, you know, they just hate dead air and they'd rather hear me chew. <laughs> um, what, what's like, what's your favorite 80s artist? Ooh. I kind of like, uh, I don't know, even then I feel like I have to do like kind of genres or something. Like new wave or rock. You know what? I have to say something really quick. I've noticed on this podcast that you and I say the word genre very differently. Really? What do I say? Jo- you say genre. Genre? And you say genre? Mm-hmm. Huh. I think we could meet in the middle. I think I'm do going to... Do you say to- vagina? No, I say vagina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I say vagina. <laughs> Let me get in that sweet little vagina. She's like, excuse me? Can you say that again? You're like, puss, pussy. <laughs> She's like, get out of my Uber. What's your take on uh, the words for vagina? Is there ever a right one or are they all fucking disgusting? We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but it's either pussy or vagina. Have we talked about this on mic? Yeah. God damn. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Those are the only two. Yeah. Never quim. Ugh. Never cunt. That's disgusting. Unless you're a British guy calling his friend that in a pub. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Pub is pretty good, too. 
You just call it a little pub. <laughs> Let me get that pub, love. <laughs> <laughs> Yank down your knickers and get at your pub. Um, favorite 80s band. Or just band artist. Band or artist. Mm-hmm. Is Prince in the 80s? Yeah. He's an 80s guy, right? He's like firmly he's 1984, like, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. I he's think not that's like Purple late Rain. 70s? Well, I think he started then, but I think Purple Rain is 1984. Who do you like more, Prince or David Bowie? David Bowie. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm a Prince guy. Yeah. I don't I really like David Bowie. Really? Yeah. You know, he's, he's kind of like too cheeky or something for he's me. He's very cheeky, and so yeah. And so is Prince, but Prince is like, I feel like Prince is the true alien and... David Bowie just like wanted to be one. Interesting. I think Prince is just has a one track mind. Oh, that, for sure. That's why that's I'm like, I get sick of him. A genre. Uh, yeah, he's got a genre for sure. I like him and I like his music a lot. I don't have a problem with him, but I think David Bowie's career is longer and more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Just a personal preference. Prince is like, you know that every time you turn it on, you're going to want to, he's just going to tell you about his boner. I just feel like you're I gonna would. You're going to want to hear once or twice. And I then like you're won't done. put on David Bowie. Like if he's on, I'll listen to him. Mm-hmm. But I've like found myself, at least recently, like I'll put on some Prince because he has like so much shit that you can like he does. dive into. He does. And I will it, like admit to your point, <clears throat> David Bowie is cheeky to the point of like obnoxiousness sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the 80s when he's like dressed like a clown <laughs> walking around. Like he's like a clown underwater in one of his music videos. It's I mean, way like, too much. I get the like performance artist aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's like what all, like I respect it. But that's maybe also what kind of turns me off to it. It can be a little much. Yeah. He's like a much better male Madonna, like in that <laughs> yeah. way. He's like, what can I put on to get people's attention? Like, what makeup scheme can I have? Yeah. Like, what well, dance like, can I learn? Like, leaner piece in my leg, <laughs> slacks to wear. Yeah, I do like his songwriting though, and I like Prince's too. They're just they're different to me. Although, you know what's interesting is I bet those two guys got along great. Oh, for sure. I could totally see them like hanging out. Yeah, they probably had like weird Paul Manafort nights together. They probably blew each other. Yeah. Like, they're both Probably. perverts. Uh-huh. Huge perverts. Oh, yeah. Um, man. What? So, like, I'm even, I'm having trouble, like, thinking of, you know, it's like, I like, uh, I like Wang Chung. I love Wang Chung. Yeah. I don't know if they're my favorite group. artist of the 80s, but they're damn good. But they're just so 80s. Because it's like, I think of all these bands yes. that, like, continue, like, started in the 70s and continued into the 80s but i don't feel like that's fair to call them like an 80s band you know that's fair yeah i get it because i like <clears throat> in, i guess i like in excess more than i like wang chung i was though. just gonna say i think you and i both love in excess mm-hmm. and that to me seems like a true 80s band yeah and if they were in the 70s it must have been like the summer of 79 or something mm-hmm. um yeah who i mean god duran duran is great i guess yeah they're pretty good I don't know if I'm really like a huge fan or anything, but yeah. when I think just of the putting 80s, my foot down, favorite band of the eighties is Boingo Boingo. <laughs> Perfect, Devo. I'm out. That's it. Well, certainly not Miami Sound Machine. Let's just call it no. as it is. They're pretty good though. When we were looking at a couple of their videos ahead of time, maybe we should play one. Of yeah, them. let's play Conga. Okay. This is their big hit. Let's do that. All right. So this is a time when, um, which I kind of miss. I mean, there's not even really any music videos anymore. But a lot of these Miami Sound Machine videos start with, like, a story, kind of the way, like, uh, thriller. Janie Got Her Gun, or Thriller, or every Michael Jackson video. But it's, like, there's kind of, like, a one-minute, 
like setting the stage. It's like there had to be a reason for there to be a music video. Yeah. It's not just a concert or like we're jumping into the premise. It's like there's dialogue. Yeah, early MTV was like almost overly concerned with like, but why are they singing? Like, right. What like, happened right before that? We need a story before this. So with Thriller, they're like, I guess they're in a movie theater and he turned into a wolf. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's Does that make sense? Do we want to start this uh, conga with like the dramatic part or do we want to like... No, try... we can maybe just kind of like, jump into jump it. To her, jump to when she begins to sing. It's kind of far in there. Because goddamn, it is certainly like a minute and a half in of her... And the the conceit of this video seems to be that Gloria Stefan and Miami Sound Machine are like at a fancy dinner party. Yeah, and like some guy's playing the piano and he's pretty good too. And they're like, this yeah. is boring. You're like, this sucks. I think Miami Sound Machine needs to go up there <laughs> and do what we do. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Let's listen to it and uh, comment along. Love it. Come on, come on. They're about to take the stage. And of course, the audience in this club is blown away at the sound. I've never heard Latin beats like this before. The whole band is smiling. I miss that. And they're bouncing. Too. And they're bouncing. They are jumping all over. That's what I was talking about. The energy is like pretty fantastic. I like bands where everyone's like happy and smiling yeah. and jumping around. Especially if you're going to have a big band. Yeah. Take note, Kurt Cobain, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you little sad sack. All you're doing is lying there now. <laughs> He's like lying upside down. <laughs> Kind of a long drum interlude. Yeah. A little too long, maybe. But man, that is fucking catchy. It is really catchy, isn't it? It's going to be stuck in my head all night now. I kind of love this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like great. I kind of want it to be like my ringtone, like a cheap like 8-bit version of it. You know, if, if I was going to like take a dance class, I would totally want to learn to dance to this. Yeah. Gloria does a shitty job of dancing to this. Though, yeah, she... Say. In some of these things, she's pretty low energy, especially compared to, like, the seven guys behind her are going fucking wild. Yeah, that's totally true. She's a little stiff. I think she's just, like, more of a singer. She's also dressed like maybe your principal would dress on, like, casual Halloween. Yeah, like, it's, I, can't, I can't really put a name to this outfit. Oh, that was pretty cool. There was like a good slow-mo shot of the guy slamming on his cymbals. Yeah, that was great. There's like four drummers in this band. There's like... What are those tall ones called? Are those, those aren't bongos, are I think they? the tall ones are bongos, are and the con- small ones are congas. Okay, and then the other guy I think has steel drums, too. Yeah, they got a big band here. And now there's a guy with like... A marching band <laughs> like <yeah>. Tom Drum. <laughs> he has like this uh, drum line band. All right, I think we get it. It's a long yes, song, folks. Saying. We yeah, don't want to take long, you all the way through it. Like, and Lord knows, I hope that audio is okay because I just put up a mic to the computer and talked into it I'm like an screaming. idiot. I'm like, this is pretty great, right? <laughs> it's Gloria. <laughs> we have no idea. I love we both wear headphones, but we have no clue like why we're wearing them. <laughs> no, that's so funny. They're not plugged into anything. Well, last like... week I know that we had a little music listening to, and we dropped those cues in, and they were way too hot, and I was <laughs> way too lazy to go fix it. So uh, thanks. Anyone who returned after last week, you rock. I feel like if you were in like whatever, say you're in Vegas at a nightclub for some reason, 
mm-hmm. and they were playing like whatever the stuff they play in clubs now, you yeah. know, just like contemporary music. And then they dropped this in for like a minute. Oh my like god! A remix. It would be like super fun to listen to. People would go nuts. Yeah, people would go, nuts. and they probably already do that. I'm. This is probably not a novel idea at all. Yeah. But like for me, I'd be like, oh, okay, like this is fun right now. This is so fun. Yeah. You know what I like about this song is that um, you know, there's a lot of like great dance music now, but most of it's like kind of DJed or engineered electronically. But, like, this is a huge band of people playing really cool shit. Yeah, there's, like, four drummers, like, in pretty good sync with each other. And, like, a horn section. It's like Ricky Ricardo's band, yeah, except they're, sure. like, brought into the modern era. They're really just killing the shit out of it. And like, Yeah, that was good. Who wrote this? Who told them all what to play what? Like, I'm so fascinated by that think, big band thing. I was kind of looking earlier, and I don't think she wrote... I think her husband, Emilio... Emilio, Emilio, the Mighty Duck Man, Charlie Sheen's brother. Yeah, Estevez himself. The song. Oh, this song was written by the band's drummer and lead songwriter Enrique Garcia. Oh, no wonder he's on camera so fucking much in that video. Yeah, that guy was. They like, are showing a smiling drummer in that video, guys. <laughs> like sixty percent of the time, and he is slapping the congas. He is slapping the steel drums. Well, good for that guy. So he's probably a pretty good songwriter then. Clearly. Because that's like, there's a lot of covers of this, which is pretty funny. Latoya Jackson. And then like a Japanese band did it, which might be kind of fun to listen to later on. Yeah, it would be way down. You know what else is great about this song is that it's very like in the dance genre of the 80s, especially, which is that like, it's literally just about like, do you want to do the conga? Do you yeah. want permission to learn the conga? <laughs> like, I'll give you permission to learn the conga. Like, do you want to feel the beat? Yeah, <laughs> that's do it. You, do it's, you want to feel the beat? It's just like... Well, guess what? You're going to feel that beat. It's commentary <laughs> on the song that it's, they wrote. Yeah, it's like the most frivolous thing. But the beauty of that is that, like, who the fuck wants to think about anything else when they're dancing? That's the other song that she did, too, right? Who the fuck wants to think about anything else when they're dancing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's her other hit. No, Rhythm is Gonna Get you. Oh, okay. Which is just like... I think that's a better song, too. Oh, really? I like it more. Okay. Do you want to listen, yeah, listen to it? Yeah, let's listen to it. All right, guys, this is Rhythm is Gonna Get you, which almost... Does it least... have a movie at the beginning, too? Barely. It's like five seconds of the drummer, of course, wearing a tank top that says MSM, which could either mean Miami Sound Machine or mainstream media. Maybe he's an alt-right guy. Oh, so this is... Uh, yeah, there's like a noose on it for some reason. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe he's like a not alt-right guy. He loves the New York Times. <laughs> um, um, so this song was also written by Enrique Garcia and Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Well, it's called Rhythm is Gonna Get Ya, and it's awesome because it makes rhythm sound like maybe it's a scary predator that's <laughs> yeah. on its way to your house. All right, let's listen. I love Latin chanting, <laughs> soccer game chants. Oh, yeah, this is like... Uh... Keytar. We got a keytar. I think there's more than one keytar in this video. Yep, we got two keytars. I kind of want to get that shirt, the MSM shirt. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) 
Yeah, and also this was another look from this era is like singers would wear prom dresses all the time. Yeah, and this actually, this video looks like they're at a prom. Oh, maybe that's kind of the idea. Then. Sort of. I want everyone to pay attention to the chorus when it comes up because it's just her saying rhythm is going to get you. It's really funny. It's weird because there's like kind of like racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is it. There's like tribal people roaming around in the prom. <laughs> yes. It yeah. looks like Krippendorf's tribe. Yeah, they're like in a loose. jungle a little bit. Yeah. So, oh, okay, the audience is actually dressed in like tribal paint. Yeah. Maybe this is like about a predator being rhythm. Maybe. Maybe it's about the MSM. The mainstream media is the predator. <laughs> and they're going to come get you. They're going to come and tell you, you lies. Get you out of the jungle. They're going to tell you lies about Obama. Yeah, we get, we get it. We get it. We get it. That's a pretty good song. You know, God bless her. I gotta say, I'm liking it. Yeah, me too. Quite a I, bit. I might like start playing those two songs. Yeah, I'm not sure how deep her catalog goes, um, and I'm not sure if I'll ever find out. But those two songs for sure will find my playlist. Oh. Well, there is one more. Maybe we can get into. Oh, is this the cat? The one with the cast of cats. Mm. Mm, um, yes. Which was, I guess, another big 1980s thing. When was when did Cats come out? I think Cats was 70s, but I want to say 76. So, like, on the later, hmm. on the bleeding edge of the 70s. Have you ever seen Cats? No. Oh, my God. I think it might be at Pantages soon. <clears throat> I saw it there, like, 12 years ago, and it was so worth you it. You love it? I love Cats. Yeah. But I'm not into it for... Is the music good in it? Actually, the music is pretty good, but mm. mostly it's just hysterical. Like, the the play has no story. It makes no sense. It is literally just people dressed as the funniest-looking cats <laughs> you can imagine, and they're all in a junkyard singing different songs. And they and, all, like, push their little butts out they, and, like, yeah, crawl all around. They're all, like, awesome dancers, and, they yeah, they push their butts out. They, like, sing on top of, like, big sardine can props <laughs> and stuff. That's it, so funny. It, it, there's no story that I can discern huh. at all. It's all about, like... I think every song is about a different cat, and that's, like, the point. Right. There's, like, a bunch of cats in it. Yeah. Like, this is the queen of the alley cats, and then one of them's, like, a magic cat, and one of them's, like, a stud, like, is Dash Hutton is rock star cat. Is one of them Mr. Mistopheles? Yeah, that's the magic okay. cat. Okay. And then there's Rumple Teaser. Rumple Teaser. I don't remember what he does. And then there's, like, Cavity Cat. His teeth are bad or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what his deal is, but I think it might be. Yeah, like is it he called has, Cavity Cat? It's McCavity. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's Michael, an, he's an Irish. McCavity he's cat. an Irish guy with oh, bad teeth. Old McCavity Cat hasn't <laughs> been teeth, brushing enough lately. My teeth hurt. <laughs> yeah, been spending too much time at the pub, sucking on pickle juice and not brushing. Let me get in your pub. Let me get your pub, miss. <laughs> yeah, there's McCavity Cat. There's Grizabella. Oh, Grizabella. Oh, fucking Grizabella. Okay, so there's like a few more. Can you name the rest of them? Can you? Yeah, God, this should be a segment every week on the show. <laughs> Can you name, name all the cats. cats and cats? Grizabella Rumpelteaser, McCavity. Um, there's, fuck, there's like a, li- a little Timothy cat or something. Like huh. there's a silly little blonde cat that's <laughs> definitely getting reamed by one of the bigger uh-huh. cats. And after that, I kind of fall off. Hmm. It's been 12 years. Yeah, maybe that's it. Could, could be. Or and maybe like, the rest are extras because yeah. there's a bunch of cats on stage it's ridiculous i think 
it's being brought back, or it already is. But I think Cats is one of those things that's never going to go away completely. It's yeah. too silly. It's too much of a spectacle. Right. And oddly, like we're so I know that you just saw a big show. You saw Avenue Q when you were in New yeah, York. Yeah, but right? it wasn't even that big. Really? Did Isn't I... that on Broadway or is that off? Broadway? It was off Broadway now because it's been out oh. for fifteen years. Interesting. But I did go. I hope I didn't mention this last whatever when I got back. But so like the place we saw it, it was like a movie theater for like the off Broadway shows. Hmm. So you go into a big building that is like going into the arc light. Whoa. And they have like five stages there. And like Whoa. you take an escalator down and it's like, here's the theater one is Avenue Q. Theater two is Jersey boys. So it's kind what? of, it was kind of bizarre. Cause like I've seen a show on Broadway and it's ridiculously huge. Right? Well, and it's, they're, they're way nicer theaters. Right. And it's like you enter from the street and like go in and there's like a big marquee and lights and stuff. How does the Pantages compare to a Broadway theater? Bigger, smaller, same? I saw I mean I probably saw, I saw um Hedwig and the Angry Inch mm-hmm. with uh Dexter. Michael mm-hmm. C. Oh, Hall yeah, played yeah. him. Forgot he played in that theater I can't remember. It definitely had a balcony. We were downstairs though. But it was probably like a couple, I don't know. It might have been 500 seats or something. It was definitely smaller hmm. than the Pantages, though. Interesting. Yeah, but that also like might have been just like a smaller production kind of show. Like, could be, but also I bet it's like the tickets are more expensive because you're yeah. closer and it's more intimate and yeah. it's like just better in that way. That's but that show is kind of small. Like, doesn't have huge set pieces or anything like that. Right. Like I'm trying to think. Like if you like probably saw Aladdin on broadway or the lion king it would be it's probably fucking huge yeah i did see the lion king at the pantages i saw lion king at pantages too it was whatever i mean i I was a little kid so i don't really remember actually i think it was right when i started smoking weed so i must have been like 14 and like i remember like being like (laughs) i'm gonna go see lion like with my friend and being like our parents like you guys go ahead (laughs) we'll be a minute you little queers i'm gonna get fucking faded and watch the lion king so So i feel like that was pretty good and then i saw book of mormon there pantages oh yeah i've always wanted to see that i saw seems like you see a lot of plays i see like one every couple years i guess that's about average maybe even longer than that i gotta tell you i'm kind of surprised the theater is still like a living, breathing thing. It's pretty fun. There's like a lot of competition for entertainment, and the theater is yeah. like, I guess it has the fact that it's like the one of the oldest forms going for it. Mm-hmm. But man, I kind of hate getting dragged to a play. Yeah, but I mean, a play is different than a musical too. But also, the thing I is, really get, I really don't want to go to a musical. I went to, but like Book of Mormon's a musical, and you'd enjoy that. But it's like the South Park guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would see that. I mean, I saw Les Mis and, like, wanted to kill myself. Yeah, like that, I would jump off the fucking mezzanine. Yeah. I, like, we were sitting in the orchestra, but I was like, can I get a mezzanine ticket so I can kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sir, there's a line for this. You yeah. <laughs> have to book ahead to kill yeah. yourself during this play. Um, <laughs> I also saw Mike Tyson on Pantages. Yeah, I see, saw him do his, like, like his one-man show. And you loved it, right? It was pretty good. 
And then at the end of it, he was, like, talking about how he hasn't done drugs in, like, two years. And then, like, a week later, it came out that he's, like, been fucking high and lying. And he was like, I apologize. I've been lying. Oh, my God. I've been God. high. This whole, but he had this whole thing. Like, everyone gave him a standing ovation for being clean. And, like... He's like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really great to hear. Can't wait to get backstage. That, well, that was pretty drug, good, anyway. Is he a coke guy? Or I don't know. Seems like a meth guy, honestly. He could be... I don't know. Probably a bunch of shit. I could see him being a drunk, a weed guy, a coke guy. I could see him taking, like, oxys or some shit like that. Yeah, I could see him actually with a lot. You're right. I could see... I I would believe almost anything about him. I believe he's a big cocktail kind of guy. (laughs) Like... Yeah. Like, I'm going to take a lot of drugs. He's a pretty, like, sad, tragic figure, you know? Yeah, Mike Tyson's a fucking horrific figure. Like, the rise, the fall, the fall, the fall, the Mm -hmm. fall, the rise a little bit, the fall again. And the way his poor daughter died, too. God, that's terrible. She got tangled up in the fucking treadmill cord. Yeah. That's like, okay, you're allowed to do drugs. Just don't lie to me about it, dude. Yeah. Ugh, it's so weird, like, thinking about troubled people like that and all their bullshit. And then you can't help but be like, this poor asshole has had some unfortunate shit happen to him. And in so many turns, unfortunately, he's also his own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. It's like any chance he's ever gotten, he's fucked it up because he he is, like, so conditioned into being a guy who fucks things up that he just, like, can't help himself. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, of course, tragedy strikes people like that. Like, yeah, Mike Tyson sucked. didn't tie his daughter to the fucking treadmill and strangle her. The treadmill did that. No, he just has horrible that, fucking luck. The treadmill's in jail now, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but he has horrible fucking luck. And, like, you know, that could have been, like Eric Clapton, like the one bad thing that happened in his life. Yeah. But instead, because he's Mike Tyson, it's like, add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my kid died and I got, went to prison for rape. And I bit some guy's ear off, and like I'm famously a troubled personality. Oh, speaking of the rape thing, should we talk about that other piece of news that you were texting me about this week? Ah, uh, yes, guys, I was raped this week <laughs> in the parking lot. No, on the way no home I didn't want work. you to tell them what I did. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, what's the other piece of news about um, Asia Argento, Anthony Bourdain's ex-girlfriend? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, I texted Mike about this. So, <clears throat> guys, this is like more of like a almost a redeeming Stevens than a Gloria Estefan. Like we're just kind of like talking biz here. <laughs> but guys, so I'm I'm really passionate about this story. One of the founders of the Me Too movement. What's her name? Argento. Yeah, like the, Asia like the Argento. Cheese. Okay, that's Sargento. It's Asia Sargento. Um, <laughs> spicy Monterey <Cheddar>. mix. <laughs> yeah, Monterey Colby. Yeah. Colby Jack. Okay, so. This woman is an Italian actress who is now, I think, in her 40s. She's very beautiful. She's been around since the 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. She was one of the first people, if not the first, to come forward and say that Harvey Weinstein raped her at the con. At Cannes, right? Yeah, at Oh, Cannes yeah, so you say con. I con, say can. I, yeah. I kind of go back and forth. Um, you say James Can. <laughs> yeah, I say James. Yeah, James Can. <laughs> um, Campbell's Soup Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is what people tune in for. I'm pretty convinced <laughs> it's the wordplay. Anyway, so this woman said that Harvey Weinstein raped her at Cannes Con Film Festival in 1997. She becomes like a cause célèbre. She becomes a célèbre again um, and is like a leader of the Me Too movement. 
That was sometime like a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, maybe. So fast forward to this week. Turns out a young man came forward to her during that time and said, hey, bitch, remember when you were 38 and I was a 17-year-old actor and you like blew me and then fucked me in your hotel room and like you made me drink all this alcohol? Mm-hmm. And so then that guy wanted money and she gave him money to go away. I, well, today she released a statement that said Anthony Bourdain gave him money. I think that's true, yeah. So mm-hmm. her, she arranged for Anthony Bourdain, a third party, to give this guy money to fucking go away and like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. So he did. And then I guess the New York Times wound up getting a hold of this information and leaked it out anyway, and there you go. The, the point of this isn't what happened. I don't think it's an outrage. I think what's outrageous is that a 17-year-old boy who was lucky enough to have a gorgeous Italian actress, <laughs> MILF status probably at that point, invite him up to her hotel room, ply him with alcohol, suck his dick and then have sex with him and then he has the balls to, to call it rape her. and come back and extort her for it well, like you, know, you lucky little shit and you know it's interesting too i was i like read that whole new york times thing mm-hmm. um he like did the extortion thing or whatever you want to call it like sued her or whatever while he was going through like financial trouble cuz his parents were ripping him off right and he like lost like a million and a half bucks or something because of his parents. Did he make a million from acting? He, they said he made like five million over like a few, like between 2013 and 2017 or something like that. What the fuck? Um, so it's like, it seemed like he was just hard up for cash. Yeah, duh. Because otherwise, why? And he also said like, I wasn't able to work because of like this trauma. And it's like, or maybe you were just like... Because you got a blowjob, you little fucking... Also, maybe it's like you were a cute kid, and then that's why you're in movies, and then like you were in, you hit puberty, and you're kind of a goofus now. Yeah. And you're just not like... Not every child actor gets to kind of continue their career as an actor, you know? Yeah. Like, Haley Joel Osment went to like college and stuff, because he was like, I don't know if this is going to last for me. Yeah, like, I want to get an education and like be a well-rounded person. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> like, I don't know. This guy pisses me off. Like, I know it's like a stupid old joke that people are like, hey, kid, get over it. You got a blowjob. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not the joke I'm going for. The joke I'm going for is like, dude, don't call it fucking rape. Yeah, and like, like don't extort you someone. You extorted for money. someone. Like, you know that's why you did it. Yeah. You weren't bummed out that you got a blowjob and had sex with some gorgeous woman. She, I mean, I guess I kind of believe him, but she says she didn't even have sex with him or anything. Yeah. That I mean, was like her statement today. But she had like weird Instagram <laughs> posts of, with him. Whereas, like, because she, she, she's like grabbing his crotch. Yeah. She's <laughs> sucking his dick in one of the Instagram posts. No, it was she's like, about to lower her vagina onto him. She, <laughs> she like played his mom in a movie when he was a, a little kid, like seven or whatever. And, hmm. and in this movie, hmm. she's like a prostitute and she would dress her son up as girls to like lure men in. And in the movie, oh my goodness. he is raped by uh- a man. Oh my god, what movie is this? It's she's an Italian film director. Holy and her dad. See, I think crap. she's messed up because I I know about her because I saw a movie with her a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Her dad is this guy called Dario Argento. And he would make movies with his daughter, Asia, like being raped and like a scene where she puts like razor blades in her vagina to like <laughs> 
fuck a guy. Like, what genre of film <laughs> does this does this movie fall under? Italian comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about bone. Yeah, yeah. It's it. just a lighthearted boner talk. Like, yeah. yeah. So oh she's God. already a weirdo, but she would like put posts on Instagram like waiting for my son to arrive. This is the happiest day of my life. And those were the posts the day that she like sucked his dick and fucked him. Okay, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. But also, to play the devil's advocate, the devil's horny advocate, like, good for that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's amazing. If I could only dream, I'm trying to remember being 17, like, God, to just have a woman take control like that and get all your fears out of the way at once. You know what I mean? Like, it's don't like worry. when your psycho also, uncle's like, you're losing your virginity today, kid. <laughs> yeah. We're going to the track, and then after that... Yeah. We're going to go watch a dog race. And then Thelma's going gonna... to blow you in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be the dog trainer lady, and she has <laughs> just got the biggest, flappiest tits you've ever seen, and her shirt is always tucked in, and she has like a short gray mullet and a big earring. Like, she, she's a lesbian. Can't normally. it be Gloria Stefan, please? <laughs> please. <laughs> please, I want Gloria Stefan to blow me so bad. Not the lady not from the, the groomer. Yeah, not, not the groomer. Not the groomer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just like, don't extort people. Even That's if, the thing. I, I don't get the like... That's where I'm really pissed at him. I think yeah. that's stupid. It's like, buddy, first of all... No fucking teen boy gets raped by a MILF. Like, that's <laughs> actually just called your luckiest day ever. And second of all, like, you're a piece of shit for coming around sniffing for money from someone who actually got raped by somebody else. Yeah, and then... AKA a woman An- by Anthony a powerful Bourdain. man. Yeah, and then poor Anthony Bourdain is stuck in the middle of this, somewhere in the middle of a squid tasting in Tuscany. He I know, and he's like, phone. my girlfriend's sucking a kid's dick again. He's like, like sorry, Jesus guys, can Christ. we cut? I have to take this call real quick. And he's like, oh, what is it, Asia? Asia. She's Stop like, it. Anthony, remember <laughs> the boy I blew and fucked? And he's like, I remember filming it. I that know. was funny, too. In her letter, like the statement she released, she spelled his name like that. It was A-N-T-O-N-Y. Of course. And they put in parentheses like S-P or S-I-C or whatever. She called him Anthony. Mr. Boy. Wow, what a troubled life that guy must have had romantically. Like seems like such a stud MacGuffin, and I bet he was, but he seems like he's drawn to people like this. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought he was gay. I could see that. I always thought he was like like a tough, closeted gay guy. I could see the tough gay part, but I can't see the closeted part, because I feel like... He would just be open about it. He seems... I mean, you never know. Like, you really never know. Mm-hmm. People surprise us every day with shit like this. But with him, he just seems like he would... Just he would F-tunes. say it. Like, why the fuck does he care? Yeah. Like, that guy's so... I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. I guess he never really was, like, too open about sex. Uh, of all... He was, like, really open about loving to eat weird shit and get drunk and do drugs. But mm-hmm. he was never, like, love, love that pussy, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking, Yeah, but, like, who do you, do you, do you know slay? that, like, I slay. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually... I mean, we know we both one know, person. <laughs> we both know somebody who says that all the he's time. He's in the cast of cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's in the cast of dats. <laughs> Um, that's an inside joke. Um, I also used to think Ryan Gosling was gay, though, so maybe my gaydar is just way off. I don't know. See, I see it more with him, because he really, really? Fit. Yeah, that yeah. guy, to me, like, checks all the boxes. Yeah. He just seems kind of like... He seems like he's hiding something, and I don't know what he's hiding. He might just be hiding his personal life. It's that smirk on his face. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, the Gosling smirk. Uh-huh. It, that kind of all a drive is about him being gay. Like, it's all him, like... 
giving you this weird look like <laughs> you know what i'm talking yeah. about he's like i don't just want oscar it. isaac i don't care about the other the lady in the movie <laughs> yeah i'm getting close to his to oscar isaac's wife because i'm uh, waiting for him to come yeah. home from prison and hopefully he's turned gay <laughs> i mean but who's not into oscar isaac though right who yeah i mean who's not into both those guys i like both of their work a lot mm-hmm. big beautiful Dicks. gay man <laughs> <laughs> Poor Anthony Bourdain. Poor Gloria Stefan. She's getting the real shaft here. Oh, you know what? Let me play a game with you that'll make you feel a lot better about her fate. I looked up her net worth earlier. Oh, yeah, that's right. What do you think Gloria Stefan is worth? So, she had these songs. She had two songs. (laughs) Just two, and that was it. She was two and out, baby. She also... I just scanned her wikipedia and she did something with michael kors which is like it's like a hmm. shampoo it's like a no he's like a shoe and purse maker oh okay yeah yeah i know nothing so i saw that he she did something with that guy so i was like okay so maybe she has like a line of clothing mm-hmm. or something sure which is like a big money maker right yeah yeah okay so you're kind of like i don't know your read I'm trying to figure out like if it's like an insane amount like high, yeah, or if it's like three surprisingly, mil. yeah, like <laughs> like, oh, like my dad probably has more money than Gloria Stefan. Well, she had three hundred thousand dollars until some seventeen-year-old blamed her for blowing. <laughs> yes, him. that's um, right. She was rich till she had sex with that kid. Okay, so I'm just gonna say. Do you think our audience gets confused with the way that we just jump from like thing to thing and just can like mix the know. jokes together? Maybe. Do we care? <laughs> no. no, I don't really care. Do you? Do you? I don't care. Hello, um. son. <laughs> <laughs> get that blowjob, son. Yeah, get it. Hmm. Okay. Your creepy little eyes are telling me that she's worth, like, a lot of money. Oh, yeah? So I'm going to say she's worth $75 million. Hmm. Okay. Is that your final answer? Sure. No, $74 million. <laughs> Oh, that changed everything. One dollar. Well, Michael, uh, I knew that, that you would be able to read the little smirk on my face correctly, <laughs> but... What I didn't count on was that your idea of a lot of money for Gloria Stefan would be only seventy-four oh million dollars. Oh my god! Because she is worth seven hundred. Shut the million fuck up. Dollars. Yeah. What? Yes. How? Because this bitch has been famous in the Latin world, like you mm. wouldn't believe, and she's really smart with her money. Her and her husband have bought shares of like the Miami Dolphins and like all the they huh. have their hands in a lot they're very smart 700 people. million dollars million. she has like Seinfeld money whoa yeah and the reason that you and I are so surprised by that is because we've only seen but the Two tip songs. of the Estefan iceberg Weird. that apparently runs very very deep crazy isn't that wild and does she like own all of her songs or something too like that I don't know yeah I would assume at this point, she could if she wanted to, you know, mm. with that kind of money. She, Man, I thought $75 million was like a lot of money. I would have put her net worth at $30 million, yeah. I think, going in blind, knowing yeah. what That's I That's what I was going to say, too, and then I like doubled it. Plus you saw some. the flash in my eyes yeah. that she was rich and... Yeah, but that's the crazy thing. It's like, yeah, dude, go shoot for the stars and you still won't be high enough with her. Crazy. She's almost a billionaire. Hmm. Yeah, who knew? Oh, I do now. And now you do too, audience. So don't forget to tell your friends, family, and dad, because you know he's not really part of your family. Let's um, play that other song 
Bad Boys. Oh, yeah. Let's play Bad Boys. that's a pretty good song. Now you're talking about the Cops theme song, of course. <laughs> I'm talking about the DTFM song. <laughs> now we're really not playing to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Neither was DTFM. <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. Oh, God. We got to wait through an ad. Guys, no, this... this is just part of the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a freecreditreport.com. <laughs> like, she was very ahead of her time in the That's 80s. why she's so fucking rich. All right, guys, this is Gloria Stefan with the cast of Cats, as far as we can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's listen. Oh, God. It's a movie again. There's a movie in the beginning. It's a man walking Marcus. her home. Not tonight. Yeah, everyone like looks like Elaine. Yes. But not as hot as Elaine. She's just turned down a blonde gentleman caller in front of a bar. Because she wants to go hang out with these cats. Uh oh. Uh oh. There's a cat in the alleyway. I kind of like this song too. Can't help but like it. It sounds almost like a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, it does. Wish you had Christmas <laughs> every day. <laughs> These are a bunch of alley cats singing "Boys Will Be Boys." Classic Estefan dancing, just yeah, really just like lackluster. Barely shaking your shoulders around. <laughs> this song's pretty catchy too. It is. But it's, it's like, I don't know if I've ever heard this version. I feel like I've heard like a cover of it or something. Yeah, I'm confused. Do I know this song I know. or not? That's like, how my, I felt hearing it. My body's confused by this. My eyes are too, because right now she's dancing with a cat in a tuxedo <laughs> in an alleyway. He is like has a silver face. It's like a smoky New York alleyway, but he's in a tux. Is this a formal event oh. or not? Okay. So this song opened up the movie Three Men and a Baby. Oh, okay. Maybe like that's why it's like in our brains from when we were like seven Was years old. Was Three Men and a Baby about an alleyway full of humanoid cats? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Three men and a kitten. Oh my god, wait, are the cats the band? Some of these cats are playing saxophones. And one of them has a Kit Kat. Of course, that's, that's a cute. good pun. That's just cute. She tips the cat, the street busker cat, a sardine. Mike and I are just lost in the video now. Like, we can't stop watching. Sorry, guys. This one we're just going to let play out the whole time. Yeah, apparently so. Oh, this is okay. a classic gag. This First, is one of my favorite gags ever. I know, where it's a cat is playing a xylophone on, like, a set of fish bones. Yeah, I love anything where a caveman's playing xylophone on dino bones or any bone xylophone stuff. is like, I'm all about it. 
Right. Okay, we, we don't have to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I think we get it. So, um, you know what? God damn, she's got a lot of good songs. I know, they're not bad. I can't help myself. Mm-hmm. Like, this is good to me. No, it's not good to the entire audience, but I feel like that's just some fun songwriting right there. And at least you guys got, like, a minute break from me and Sean talking. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted, because you're back now. <laughs> and I think that's the last song that's, that's a non-jingle <laughs> yeah, that we'll be it. playing. Yeah. You little pricks. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> well, she is currently, it's funny, we've talked of Gloria and we've talked of the Pantages, but did you know that she's actually currently has a show at the Pantages right now that's like a retrospective of her career? No. Yeah, her and her husband have something called um, Get On Your Feet, and it's huh. like the Gloria Estefan extravaganza. So she does like all of her famous songs. There's like background dancers and a band. It's like And a then whole- does she like, kind of stop and do kind of a one-woman show type of thing and like i would imagine yeah i'd imagine she's like in 1985 when i first be, released this should be the first like pantages show you've seen in like 20 years <laughs> i would actually go like yeah. learning what i've learned tonight about her music we should have recorded this in in the in, in our seats at the bar in the lobby of the pantages just in our seats whispering to each other like, during the whole so performance great. she's just such a pro <laughs> Well, it's funny. She's really turned, you know, matronly. So I would be interested in seeing how she does. Actually, you know what? Probably not that different. Uh-huh. She was never much of a mover to begin with, was she? Uh-uh. She moved enough to get $700 million fucking dollars, though. It's insanity. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. How do you, as a singer, like, that's so much fucking money. I mean, she's definitely, like, an entrepreneur, too, right? Like She's got to be, clearly. Because you can't, like, I don't care how many albums you sell. You're not getting that rich. Mm-mm. You have to be, like, investing in other things. I mean, it's like if she would do huge tours or something, like, Latin, like, maybe she still does, like, huge Latin America tours. I think she does. She's a bit of a Latin hero. Mm-hmm. A, a heroine. Yeah. Good for her. Um, Super good for her, actually. She's a fucking legend if you think about it. I heard, yeah, and that's like why like we know her name, but like none of the shit she's ever done. Well, according to Wikipedia, when I read, um, I guess it wasn't Wikipedia. It was like whatever article where I read about her net worth. Her and her husband are like the first Hispanic Americans to have that much money. Really? Like, period. Nice. Yeah, like no other Latin person in America had close to that before her. Hmm. And I think no other Latin American had ever owned part of a sports team before her and her husband bought part Mm -hmm. of the Miami Dolphins. So she's like, it's so funny to me. There's just like two worlds going on and one of them we don't even know about. Like, she's just the woman who sang conga to you and me. I know. But she is like actually this amazing fucking person (laughs) that's done so much shit. It's just off of our radar. I know. We spent the whole time talking about an Italian woman sucking kids dick. I mean, to be fair, that's way, <laughs> that's way more, more interesting. So interesting. Yeah. Um, Should we? Oh, I guess the one other interesting thing from her Wikipedia, which is she got in a bus crash when she was on tour. Oh yes, so she was in a tour bus in a snowstorm, and the bus was hit by a semi truck, hmm. and like destroyed it, and it destroyed her back too because she broke her spine. Wait, is this why she doesn't dance? Oh, maybe. Fuck. Have we just been insulting or dancing? Although, hold on. Let me say this for Mike and I. I think from my basic level of research, this bus crash was like 89 or 90. And these videos we're watching are way earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's no excuse for her. 
Maybe so, she knew something bad was going to happen, and it was like... She was trying to save whatever back she had <laughs> yeah. for the inevitable bus yeah, crash. Yeah, it happened in 1990. Um, let's see. She uh, she has two titanium rods permanently implanted in her back. Hmm. She uh, magnets stick to her. Magnets stick to Gloria. Fis- is- <laughs> no, I just made that up. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> titanium shouldn't work with a magnet. Yeah. That's crazy talk. And you're the master of magnets, too. <laughs> Michael loves magnets, guys. Like I, We have had birthday parties here where, where we it's just, just been magnets. magnet play. Like, he loves playing with <laughs> magnets. I have three attached to my Prince Albert right now. If any of you guys want to send us at the podcast a couple magnets, uh-huh. please send them via Twitter. I'll stick them on my computer Steven. screen. Yeah. So I can see them. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's so perfect. Yeah. What did I like when we worked on America's Got Talent? I had like magnets shipped to the office so I could play (laughs) with them. You did. You had so many magnet toys back then. (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of magnets. I got to get back into magnets. I'm down to get into magnets with you. Yeah. They're fun. Now I have the budget for magnets. I used to buy like super powerful ones and just like put them on doorknobs and then like turn the knob with the magnet like that was like <laughs> check this out you like unlock a door like the terminator <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm coming in i'm gonna get them again Your thanks for mouth. reminding me gloria yeah absolutely um mike, mike leah <laughs> exactly. mike berbiglia <laughs> i want to hear steven seagal as gino nicotino say mike berbiglia you know what we should do we should make a jingle out of um steven seagal as gino felino saying memorabilia oh for sure we should yeah. make like a like do you memorabilia or something <laughs> we can like talk about our, our memories <laughs> <laughs> talk about like my baseball collection yeah like my pager that i still have from like 1998 <laughs> Check out this bubblebilia. Like, should we play a real game? Yeah, which one do you want to play? What are we doing? Did she do that? Let's play a little game called Did She Do That? Oh, man, that brings me back to the episode last week. Ah, uh, yes, when we did the great Stefan Urkel. Yeah, that was very nice. I, um, like, that. I like that jingle. I like that, I like that theme too. song, too. And when I was looking through videos to like make the promo for last week, that's that show used to start with like Wonderful World instead of the jingle. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the opening song was like it was briefly. Myself, what, what a wonderful world. world! It's so like way off, low like, key, and boring. Bummer. Yeah, Wonderful World always struck me as like the song of a dying person. Yeah, like it Louis is. Armstrong's like sitting on his deathbed. Like, yeah, uh, you and know, he's telling, I like, miss looking kids. at bees buzz around <laughs> and smelling on pie. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, it's weird. I know you're gonna miss a lot. Such sir. a sad song. Is there any wine left in that old dirt thing? And also, can I borrow should, your vape? Like, should we I want to s- be you right should now. We? <laughs> can I eat your popcorn? Yeah, can I eat your little pussy? <laughs> Lay back on that bed. Let me smoke your vape and drink your wine. I'm going to show you a good time, baby. <laughs> smoke your vape, drink your wine, pull down your pants. Here's a good time. Here's a good time. Let me take out my wiener. Oh, it won't get hard. Oh, boy. <laughs> pull out my embarrassment card. <laughs> I just hand you a business card that says, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry, miss. Do you think anyone's ever, like, 
<laughs> had business cards for their sexual misadventures I like that. So. Like, whoops, it happened again. <laughs> Try whoops. me next time. <laughs> Kevin Doherty. <laughs> Impotent. <laughs> Impotent police. <laughs> Kevin Doherty, you've been whiskey dicked. <laughs> And it's got like an email address at the bottom. You're like, why would I ever email you? It goes to my spam phone. Because <laughs> I don't want to read it. <laughs> he like whispers it to you. Don't worry, it goes to my spam Kevin phone. Kevin Doherty at permanentlyembarrassed.com. The Sexual Misadventures. Of, please sign the guest book at The Sexual Misadventures of Kevin Doherty at Tumblr. By accepting this, yeah. <laughs> you agree to not tell anyone about the misadventures of Kevin Doherty. Did I not get hard or fart? Perhaps I got drunk and punched a hole in your wall. Please leave a comment on my guest book, Kevin Doherty. <laughs> drunk sexual misadventurer. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. You're like, thanks for the card. Get out of my house. <laughs> melt, melt your key on the way out. <laughs> How was I from a scale, on a scale from one to five? Negatives accepted. Yeah, please feel free to write in your own answer. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> wow. Let's play a little game called Did I Do That? Now, as uh, longtime listeners will know, this is a game where I will present Michael with several options of something Gloria Estefan might have done, but only one of them is true. And it will be up to Michael to guess which one she did. We Are, should um copy that, drop in the new name each time. Yeah, copy. That was a clean That was a, that clean was a read. Clean take. That was yeah. the cleanest read so far. Yeah. You're right. Episode 70. Yeah, Sean finally nails the most basic game of all time, a multiple-choice game. All right, are you ready for this, Mike? I'm ready. I love this game. All right, option number one. Gloria Estefan's birth name is Estefani Vargas, but she changed it to Gloria Estefan at the urging of a Miami talent manager who told her nobody with the name Vargas would ever be a star in America. Huh. It's kind of a gross name. Yeah, Vargas. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a... a the gnashing of teeth. <laughs> All right. I like that one, but the problem is, remember, I copied her Wikipedia word for word <laughs> as the intro, so I think I I read her name, and actually, I did just gloss over it, so it could be that. But <laughs> You never know. All right. Option two. Gloria Estefan famously defended Monica Lewinsky during Bill Clinton's impeachment by quipping to the press, don't knock having a Cuban inside you until you try it. <laughs> Huh. This, is, I think, is in reference to a cigar. Right. <laughs> okay. And they said that that was the only illegal thing that he did, was that he had Cuban cigars. Yeah, they're like, sir, how dare you? Yeah, let me give you back I this did fit. not buy Cuban cigars. I did not waste a Cuban cigar on that woman's butthole. All right. You number... ain't cheating. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Bill Clinton. That's like on the uh, his uh, his presidential li <laughs> library, like, cornerstone. All right. EAC. <laughs> Option three. In 1995, Gloria Estefan was approached by Universal Studios about remaking her hit song Conga as Congo to fit the gorilla-themed film of the same name. She declined. <laughs> Good on her part. Yeah. Um, it would be funny, though, because it's like that... 
like rides at Universal Studios never last more than like two years anyway. <laughs> no, so she could have done it, and no one would have ever fucking known. No one would know. They got rid of all the good shit there. Maybe feel that Congo and that gorilla like <laughs> pause at the. Tram. Me love Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me love Amy. Sad gorilla. Feel Diamond thieves. Diamond thieves. <laughs> um. All right. Option four. Gloria Estefan, despite being both a proud Cubana and Hollywood pop figure, is actually a staunch conservative Republican. Huh. Was that number four or five? That's four. Okay. And, there, and there's another one. Okay. All right. Option number five. Gloria Estefan has said one of the greatest frustrations in her life is that people constantly mistake her husband for Emilio Estevez. Because <laughs> <laughs> her husband's Fuck, name is Emilio. I feel like none of these are real. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's lived a very strange life. Okay, I'm but keep in guess. mind that Emilio Estevez was married to Paula Abdul. Really? I did not know that. It's very confusing. Okay. Yeah. Is he still married to her? No. Yeah, that wouldn't last, right? It did for a while. Super talented Paula Abdul. With <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Both of these women were married to Emilio. Like that's what's crazy in this world. Okay, so we got Vargas. Yep. We got Monica Lewinsky? No. What was number two? Um, hold on a second. My fucking email deleted it. <laughs> no way. God damn. Why does this always happen I know. To me? Every time Sean is like, I think it's because you email yourself, and then it just accidentally goes to Kevin Doherty's confusion box. It would seem to be that way. Well, okay. Let's see if we can remember it. So, we have Vargas. Mm-hmm. Never a star in America. Monica Lewinsky. She, yeah, Never she put a support. Cuban inside of you or something. Yeah, don't knock having a Cuban in you till you try it was her quip. Okay. The Congo ride at Universal. Yeah. Orlando, obviously, right? I think it was about the movie, though. They wanted her to do redo her song Conga as Congo, as like the oh, theme the song theme for, song. Oh, for okay. Congo. I thought you said it was at like the theme, like it was going to be a theme park ride. No, nah, like Universal Studios, the movie maker, approached okay. her like, hey, can you re record this so we can okay. use it as a theme? We have that. We have she is a staunch conservative, and we have Emilio Estevez. Yeah, she's annoyed because... So I did read something that she, like, led some protest in Miami called, like, the White Ladies or something. You know, like, suffragettes would wear, like, white... Outfits. Oh, okay. So not, I think it was not like, that. like, hey, we white ladies want attention. Right. I mean, they do. <laughs> white ladies <laughs> love attention. <sighs> but tell me about it. Asia Argento. <laughs> um, Sargento cheese. <laughs> Monterey. Um, and that had to do with like the wives of Cuban dissidents and stuff. So that seems like kind of a liberal standpoint. But yeah, who knows? Maybe in her older age, she got more conservative. I mean, how long ago was she doing that? I don't know. I just glossed over this thing. Well, that yeah, that, she's a fucking Cuban. Lady, Congo right? sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that they wanted her to do the theme song for Congo? I mean, it probably would have made that movie a little bit better if she did that. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, the Lewinsky thing is kind of funny. I think she could maybe say that. And then Emilio Estevez. Has like a little ring of truth to it, and I feel like you're tricking me though by saying like also important to remember that Emilio Estevez was. (laughs) Well, it could be it it could be a double like you don't know what the trap is there. Yeah, 
I could go many ways. <sighs> I'm usually pretty good at this game, but I feel duped. <laughs> you feel like you're in the conga line. Just in the conga danced, line. Danced, just getting right? mashed by Amy the gorilla. <laughs> Michael, choose. Michael, <laughs> listen. It like mashes the shit out of your temples with its paws. <laughs> so like my eyes bug out gorilla like Gorilla swats you in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I... I'm going to go out on a limb and say she quipped <laughs> <laughs> that don't knock quipped. having a little Cuban inside of you or something like that. I'm going with that one. Okay. Final answer? Final answer. Michael, you are incorrect. Damn it. I was waiting for the in. I'm like, how is he going to swing this to say I'm correct? <laughs> you are in the jackpot. <sighs> all right. Which one is it? Uh, now I struggle to remember what they all are again. <laughs> I, should not, I should not have is done five. Is it Emilio five. West of us? No, it's not that one. Hmm. I wish is I had. Is it a staunch conservative? Yeah, that's it. She's huh. a staunch conservative. Really? She's like a Republican, like hardcore yeah, that's what happens when you get $700 million. Yeah, when you get rich and old, guys, you turn into a Republican. And Is she one of these, like, immigrants that, like, hates illegal immigrants, too, or something? I don't think she's like that, but I think that she's just, like, a Catholic person with mm-hmm. a lot of money who's, like, totally religious and on board with the Republican Did she see thing. the news today, though? Oh, boy. <laughs> About the his cabinet members going to prison? <laughs> I would love to interview her about that. I know. We should um, go to the Pantages, pull her aside, and ask her about it. You know, the other thing is that this might be old news for her because, like, the Donald Trump conservative world is totally different from what it was, like, even three years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's Trump. So this might be like, oh, yeah, she's famously a Republican, like, pretty right wing. She's probably just, like, anti-abortion or something. Yeah, totally. And, like just a catholic person mm-hmm. but now it's gone like so anti-hispanic and anti- like just off the rails she uh-huh. may no longer feel that way yeah she's probably like we've lost control of the party like this is crazy <laughs> i don't think she talks like that. i think she does uh-huh. I, I watched in all the little videos of her like you didn't detect an accent like a little maybe i watched like five seconds of an interview <laughs> yeah. and oh, okay. i feel like i really picked up on an accent yeah you know sometimes but i could people, be completely but, wrong you know, sometimes people put on and off an accent depending who their audience is you know i will also because i think arnold schwarzenegger does that shit too he does where it's like when he's doing his like governor shit he has way more of an accent to pull like totally to play the like immigrant american dream story yeah but then like when you see him like pumping weights in a hotel room as a 70 year old he's like he has like the goofy like, yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I totally agree, and I will say that like, um, it seems to be a big Latin thing too, because like, no matter how Americanized a Latin person is, even if they're like born here and they're three generations deep, if they speak Spanish, they will always like pronounce Spanish words with an extra flair, mm-hmm. just because like that's normal. I used to know this. She's t- like, yeah, back when I was in Miami, Latin boy, like for sound, sure, like, yeah. And we were in our compuesta. When I was in middle school, I could probably say this guy's name because you kind of have to say it. His name was Patrick O'Green. Oh, Lord. And he was like a redheaded. Sounds almost like a Jewish Irish person. Patrick O'Green. And he was like a redheaded and like kind of little fat white kid. But he was half Mexican. 
Oh, interesting. And so, like, he would get, like, mad, and then, like, the Latino, like, side would come out the at him. Fire would, when yeah. he would, like, swear at you, it would get, like... Be like, chinga tu madre, Marquez. Yeah, like... like <laughs> But he was like a freckly redheaded kid. It's it was really funny. weird. <laughs> and the is name funny. is like the most Irish name in the world. That it's almost like Patrick a joke. Green. It's like a it's like a whiskey company or something. <laughs> yeah, it is. Patrick O'Green's getting pissed off. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. It <laughs> was bizarre. Patrick O'Green's confusing me. <laughs> calm down. Yeah. I'm ready for him to calm down. <laughs> that's super funny. I've always liked that. It's like if Jonathan Lipnicki like freaked out on you and out of like You just got Jonathan Lipnicki <laughs> pissed. <laughs> 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 you think Jonathan Lipnicki has ever gotten super pissed at someone and yeah, like punched Have you wall? seen him now? He's like he's diesel. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a jacked boy. The kid's diesel as fuck. Yeah. I guess he's a man now. Yeah. He's did the opposite of a Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, they weigh the same. Yeah, but now. one is all muscle and <laughs> yeah. one is pure craft brew fat <laughs> yeah, for sure <laughs> craft brew craft, craft brew fat i went I, one time i had really good seats to a dodger game yeah i went to the bathroom and Haley joel osmond was pissing next to me really yeah how have we not talked about this i don't yet? know and he this was like it was great because he was like fat and pissing and like wasted and he was like he had like a cup like and he was holding it by his mouth, but like oh, peeing and then like there. tilting it back and drinking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he had sunglasses on in the bathroom, and he just seemed like he was having a blast. Oh like, man, that sounds so fun! Yeah, <laughs> damn, dude, that guy's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool super cool. Was damn, pretty, I was like pretty jelly. I was like, "Fuck, I want to be this fat and like rich." <laughs> he like finishes the beer and belches like the plastic <laughs> yeah. cup into the into air, my like, face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was kind of like off. Barney from The Simpsons. <laughs> you know what I was talking about at work with um, all my coworkers today is that how fucking disgusting men are in the bathroom. Like even at work, oh, it's I like, wanted to ask you this too. Dude, yeah, have you ever put your hand like you know when you go? To a public bathroom, and you see guys like leaning with one hand against no, the wall. I never do that. That's so I've fucking never gross. done that before. And it's like, why do I see so many people doing it's like, that, dude? You're not coming. Like, you don't need support. I know. Just like what drain your lids and leave, you weirdo. So, like, for people that don't know, the our one woman listener, like, you'll go into a bathroom and at a urinal, you'll see a guy taking a leak, but one of his hands is like pressed against the filthy tile wall in front of him. Yeah. Like, supporting him. Like, As though this piss is draining everything he has. <laughs> I know, he's a life force. <laughs> he's just really hanging left on. his body. Yeah. It happens a lot. You see these guys all the yeah. time. They're just, like, leaning into the piss. <laughs> it's, so <laughs> it's so weird. weird. <laughs> no, I never do that. And also, I would just never touch a public restroom wall. Mm-hmm. Like, unless, like... I've, like accidentally like nudged my shoulder against the door and been like oh fuck i gotta do laundry now yeah it's oh, so yeah. gross well my buddy today at work was pointing out someone else to me that we all know in the office and he's like dude every time i go to the bathroom this guy comes in and goes in the stall and he stands and pees in the stall but then the whole time he goes like eh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like grunting and then spitting in the he's toilet like <laughs> as he's pissing and it's just like this like 50 year old guy it's like what are you fucking doing in there like needing Uh, to spit all day (laughs) and it got me thinking it's like it's so true every time i'm ever in a men's room i always hear guys like i hear guys 
<sighs> There's a lot of farting while peeing at urinals too. Like they don't care. Like... Because, but I think that it's like they might have like bad prostate bladder control where it's like they're squeezing that. really hard to pee and then like a fart comes out. <laughs> yeah totally my favorite ones are always the like mouth noises though yeah and it is always like guys that are like <clears throat> there's a lot of throat clearing <laughs> it's like you guys are fucking pigs this yeah. is disgusting and I was thinking about it the other day because like you want to be like go to the bathroom and then you're like oh fuck we're oh, right here boy but, like, every morning, you know, I get up and I shower head to toe. I brush my teeth. I comb my hair. Like, I do mouthwash. Sometimes I'll trim my nails. Like, I really get, like, cleaned up. And then sometimes I'll, like, go to work and have a coffee and I just go take a disgusting <laughs> shit. And then I, like, blow my nose in the bed. And I'm like, God, man. Uh, I've become that. Like, men are just, like, forced <laughs> trolls that have been, like, dressed up for maybe an hour if you're lucky. But, like, yeah. we're so gross. <laughs> And like, yeah, we're all that way. And it'll only get worse as you get older. But it's like, I did everything I could to make myself clean and nice. And now I'm just at work like... <laughs> I've just un- I, I just undid everything. Yeah, like, I- I'm just a pig in a suit. <laughs> this is so gross. And the worst part is like, I'm pretty clean as these little yeah. pigs go. There's some nasty guys in this office. <laughs> like six foot five and 300 pounds and hairy. Like... There's all kinds of people walking around. <laughs> Don't trust him, anybody. Don't trust him in trust my him. toilet. <laughs> uh, but it's also freeing. Yeah, it's so freeing to be in your work bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, compared to work sometimes, it sure as hell is. <clears throat> What's your cycle like, Mike? Do you go in the morning? Do you go at night? What are you working with over there? Um, definitely in the morning. Yeah. But clear it out. Sometimes I'm... I'm good for one more later in the day. I'd say, like, if I'm eating healthy, I am. Yeah. I'm worried if I'm not good for one more. I'm like, man, I must have really thrown down a loaf of bread or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, something's not, this ain't going well. (laughs) It's good to be regular. That's why old people will always ask each other, like, are you regular? (laughs) Yeah, that's all they talk about. Yeah, it's all they talk about. Like your talk about 401ks and then their bowel movements. How's your account? How's your butt? <laughs> yeah. Are you pooping? Are you saving? All right, I good. saw your account's empty. Is your butt too? <laughs> <laughs> I hope your little butthole's empty as well. <laughs> you know what's interesting about this episode, Michael? That has nothing to do with our pooping schedule. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, well, yes, nothing. But um, we have not even brought up one person whose hog we could measure. Like, even if we wanted to, this might be one of these where we just yeah. don't measure that hog. I know. I remember in the uh, Gwen Stefani, we measured the hogs of her bandmates. Or maybe mm. the guy she had, like... Oh, no, it was her uh, romantic entanglement. Right. But this one, I don't know if we need to touch it. I don't think we do. Like, yeah. it just doesn't feel germane to no. the subject matter. She doesn't have a hog. We haven't really talked... I mean, we, like... The best we could do is measure Emilio Estevez's hog. <laughs> sure. But I don't really I, want to. I don't want to, and I think we already know the answer to that. Yeah, are we just going to do all the Estevez boys? <laughs> <laughs> all the Sheen Estevez family? Yeah. I don't think any of those guys are packing. Like, I don't think we need a jingle for this. Well, now we're talking about it. Should we now. measure their hogs? No, let's go a week without it. I think the audience will think. We did this. enough like bathroom talk. 
you know? We did. Like, Guys, we measured, like, poop schedules. We yeah. talked about Haley Joel Osment's epic piss. At yeah, it was so yeah, good. Like, the most of the piss heard, heard around the world. I'm still, like, I, like, wanted to, like, turn and look at him, but I could kind of only do, like, the side eye watch. Because we were whizzing right next to each other. You know what I would love for a guy like that in that scenario to do if you looked at him is just to, like, turn to you and be like, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Haley Joel. He probably would have. He probably would I got that vibe from him. Well, you know, I'm sure we listened to the same podcasts, and he was recently on one of oh, our yeah. faves. He's, he's great. He's a great guy. He's, 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 he seems like a really good dude. He's grounded. He's yeah. cool. Dude, I listened to Macaulay Culkin, in contrast, on Joe Rogan, and I don't ever listen to Joe Rogan. This uh-huh. was, like, my first time. There's tons to say about him, but I'll save you. Macaulay Culkin... Is like a nut job. He's a weirdo, right? And Joe Rogan the whole time was like, "Man, you're so normal. Like, it's so great. You're such a normal guy." But he totally was. Yeah, and a Joe Rogan guy. has no idea what like a normal person is. He was on there talking about like Joe some... Rogan's like, yeah, like Ben Shapiro's my good friend. And yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, he loves Ben Shapiro. He loves all these weird. Joe Rogan's like a like you said, he's a snake oil salesman, and I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's... I can't wait till we can start selling shit on our show. Yeah, what I'm going to sell, sell like a magnet elixir. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mike's dr- magnets. It's like one of the M's is somehow backwards. <laughs> Mikey's magnets. It like has turned to look like a magnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is <laughs> there a little electric bolts coming yeah, out? Yeah, the M in the word magnets attracted to the M in the word Mike. <laughs> Do you want to stay 145 pounds your whole life? Drink this. Who are like, oh, sweet. <laughs> All these like fat people who want to be thin are just drinking lead shavings. <laughs> Weird magnet company. Yeah, I was interested to hear Joe Rogan's podcast because everyone talks about it, but he just seems like a um, not just a sake oil salesman, but just like kind of a bro. He's a brosive, bro intellectual. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's like into like eating steak and then like sitting in a lotus pose. And like he trains, <laughs> like that's always the thing with these guys. Like they train, and I think even his theme song is like "Train all day, chat all night." <laughs> it's like some something like that. You're like, oh god, we get it. You work out, <laughs> it's, Diesel boy. It's not lost on us. You're the UFC host. I can't wait till Jonathan Lipnicki's on there so they can talk about their regimen. Dude, I bet you a thousand dollars, Jonathan Lipnicki's been on that podcast. Yeah. He goes out of his way to find people like Jonathan Lipnicki mm-hmm. and be like, what do you do, bro? Do you train? Five-hour energy? I'm surprised uh, Macaulay was on there. Macaulay's living a weird life. He spent the whole time talking about a bug he got in his ass Ugh. in Thailand and was like very specific. Like, it was a worm in my asshole. And Joe <laughs> was like, ew, dude. <laughs> He's like, I was sick for like months until finally I was like, I had a dream where there was a bug in my ass. And then I went to the doctor and I was like, I think there might be a worm living in my butt. And sure enough, dude, <laughs> there, there was. <laughs> and then there was like a thing where he had to take meds and he was like, you know, I wasn't like, I couldn't eat red meat because like apparently that was like probably the problem with my butt. But like Joe Rogan's sponsors are all like red meat butchers and stuff <laughs> like to like to your door delivery venison. And he's like, hey, hey, what's wrong with red meat? And they got into this weird oh, thing. No. He's like, well, it's not really great for your asshole to be like, eating red meat, like crazy Macaulay. And then Joe Rogan's like, I don't know, bro. I disagree. Like, if you get grass fed organic delivered to your door, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah, just sure. like so down the rabbit hole. Tell that to your colon it's cancer such doctor. Such a shitty podcast. <laughs> I mean, granted, we're ones to talk. I get it, but holy crap! At least we're not pushing deer meat on you guys. 
<laughs> like, we should start doing I like we gotta start selling something from here. We should. I mean apparently you can sell anything as a podcaster. Yeah. Like all we gotta do is just lie to some sponsors. I know. And be like, yeah, like people are listening and um Maybe we just sell all the shit that like Joe Rogan sells and see if we can like cut into it his profits a little bit. I have a good idea actually. Why don't we listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and then for next week? We'll try to do our own version of, like, his spots. Like, we'll give them a free spot, but we'll do our own, like, read. Okay, let's do that. We, like, deer meat, fresh off the hoof. <laughs> like Deer <it's>... meat. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's in the, like, my girlfriend that starts Dear Kim. <laughs> my girlfriend sent me a deer meat letter. Dear meat, I've been missing you. I wonder why I ain't been kissing you. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about Mom's spaghetti. Meanwhile, I want meat confetti. Sprinkle it. Ground. All over the place. Michael Avenatti. Once was lost, now I'm found. <laughs> Michael Avenatti. That guy's a monster. We measured his hog a long time ago. I believe we found it to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the ruling in that case was a diesel hog. Yeah, it was a slop lover. I don't see how his dick's not big. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't see it. Should we wrap this up, Sean? <laughs> oh, should we got to sum her up. Yeah. And I have no idea how to do this. Are we going to make her sum? Yeah. Come on now, some of my boys. Come on now, get. Come on, sum up now. Sum him up. We're gonna sum this woman up. I mean, do you want to start? Should I? I could start. You could start. All right. Gloria Stefan seems like something that I have missed out on, um, <laughs> in a big way. Like I know the conga song from every bar mitzvah I've ever been to, mm. which is always a fun dance party. And I'm, like, aware of her, but I don't Asia think... Argento's been to a few of those. <laughs> oh, God. Just to blow kids. Yeah. Just to, like... You're a man now. To train young and up-and-coming actors. Anthony says you're a man now. Anthony. Tony Bourdain says it's time for you to grow up. <laughs> and then she just blows the kid. You get, like... Your uncle gives you 50 bucks. You're, like... Friends give you forty. Asia Argento gives you three hundred twenty thousand dollars <laughs> in a roll. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. And she just sucks your dick. <laughs> She's like, "Happy by me, You're a man in the eyes of the temple, and in Asia Argento. <laughs> Please see Anthony on the way out for the check. <laughs> He's like sucking bone marrow out of yeah. a goat leg. <laughs> like I said. I said we love bone marrow in this house. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I seriously just the fact that she uh, apparently is huge to a part of the world, and I wasn't aware of it, tells me there's a lot more to this woman that we were than than we were able to touch. Yeah, I feel like um, I came into this knowing nothing about her, but um, I left knowing that I like three of her songs, so that's pretty good. I mean, she's three for three. I've, like, every song we heard, I liked. And I feel like she's the type of person where, like, if you do a deep dive, you can maybe find, like, two really good songs mm. that aren't, like, in that, like, dancey club pop style, but that, like, right. might be really good. I bet you're right. Like, she seems like maybe she has some, like, kind of sleeper, like, slow hits, you know, like some good ones. Oh, I bet she does. Yeah. Well, there's one I know she did with NSYNC that we didn't even touch on this, and that's actually a piece of shit song, but yeah. it is slow, and she does have the chops to like be more than a pop dance singer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, I think there's also probably something to say, and maybe we're not the people to say it, but 
I think she like paved the way for some Latin American women. Yeah, for sure. The Jennifer Lopez's and Selena's of America probably yeah. like could tip their hat to her. Like mm-hmm. she was one of the first. Yeah, that's so, a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. She also seems like a super nice lady. I don't hear anything bad. I've seen some interviews with her. She's very like charming. Doesn't and, seem like I a mean, piece of shit. She was married to Emilio Estevez, so. And we all love Emilio Estevez. If she had been married to Charlie Sheen, I think we'd be singing a very different tune about this woman. Yeah, we would have. This would have been another an hour longer podcast. This would have been an episode of Mike and I's other podcast, Sheen's Prostitutes, <laughs> where we chronicle all the women Sheen has slept with. That's a gross podcast. Put a sheen on it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we sit in a room and sweat when we talk about it. It's just we record sheen. from a sauna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So is that our sum up? Yeah, I feel good about that. All right. Well, yeah. guys, let's feel that conga. And um, please subscribe like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, uh, if there's one thing you take away from this, it's please get into Joe Rogan. And find whatever that bug was inside Macaulay Culkin's butt. That's right. We're also doing a scavenger hunt this weekend. <laughs> Next week, we're going to check who the lucky winner is, who found the worm <laughs> inside of Macaulay Culkin's butthole. Guys, that's our show. Thank you. Don't stop the Steven.